Welcome to Talking Wyndham, your weekly insight into the people who make our city surprising, fascinating, vibrant and interesting. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page. Hi and welcome to another edition of the Talking Wyndham podcast. I'm Kevin Hillier. Once again, another important edition of this podcast as we find ourselves in a very tricky situation, difficult situations. And today to uh, help us uh, know what exactly is happening in the city of Wyndham, I'm going to be joined by the Mayor, Josh Gilligan, very shortly uh, to have a chat about uh, the council's services, what the council are doing uh, and where our, our city is at the moment uh, in terms of uh, dealing with the COVID-19 uh, situation. So that's uh, coming up in just a tick. But a reminder about the services that you can and avail yourself with through the council are all available on the website, windham.vic.gov.au. They've also set up another website, which is a beauty. It's called windhamtogether.com.au. On there, you'll find uh, all sorts of um, information, uh, including tools, how to stay connected. So have a look at that website as well. And of course, uh, the uh, uh, council is available to you to call. If you have any questions about anything that's going on, by all means, give them a call. Uh, It's a a seven-day-a-week service on 9742 0777, of course, an email available as well, mail at windham.vic.gov.au. But let's get to the nitty-gritty of what is going on uh, with our city and have a chat to the Mayor. Joining me on the Talking Wyndham podcast, the Mayor of the City of Wyndham, Josh Gilligan. G'day, Josh. How are you going? Yeah, good. Thanks, Kevin. Well, how are you going? I mean, seriously, it's it's, obviously it's a very trying time for all of us. Um, uh, How are you situated? Look, I'm sure just like many other tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of residents uh, doing everything uh, that we can uh, during what is inevitably a difficult period between now and the next six months. At Wyndham City, we've been working really hard and I know that uh, there's been a lot of recent messages out to the community when it comes to the health decisions that we've been making, whether that be uh, closing our libraries, our community centres, our uh, recreational centres, making sure that we've been very proactive in locking those down as quickly as possible before uh, the outbreak uh, continued to the scale that we're now seeing today. So there's these sorts of things that we uh, have obviously been doing over the past couple of weeks. On an economic front, uh, we've been also working tirelessly uh, to make sure that we're delivering a situation that puts business and our community in the best possible position, not just now, but into the future as it has been dubbed when we get across the bridge uh, during uh, at the end of COVID-19. So that's why uh, recently we moved to establish a $5 million economic support package, which has been called Win Local, which is really targeted at the 17,350 businesses and the 84,000 workers that exist here in the city of Wyndham. It's a package that really does look at the fact that 98% of those businesses that I've just quoted are either home-based or employ between 2 and 19 workers. It shows the level of small business interaction we've got and why it is so important that we have an active local economy to keep these people in jobs, but also their families uh, being supported by a local council. So we've moved to do a number of things, Kevin, including looking at the commercial, industrial and farming businesses around deferrals of rates. We've also been looking not only at business, of course, but how households are connected. So taking into account 84,000 workers and their families in our city uh, and the importance around supporting small business, but also looking at our hardship policy around 
to what extent we can support through payment plans uh, for rates in, in what will be the inevitable difficult times ahead. So there's just some of the examples of what we're doing uh, on not only a small business front but also households. We're also looking at other things uh, to make sure that we're communicating with residents as practically as we can and that's been focused on two things. The first is really how we get uh, our community behind small business. And so really that's been looking at ways that we can promote the small businesses, our local businesses that are adapting to those social distancing measures that we're seeing uh, right across not only our community but, of course, the country. And that's things like businesses that are offering takeaway where uh, they, they wouldn't have otherwise, uh, you know, normal environment. Yep. Um, and so really supporting them and their workers around how they're doing that. We've also got more broadly uh, sort of our campaign around Wyndham, we're in this together. Uh, and that is really targeted around making sure that people uh, are, are sort of aware of what's going on in our city, but also providing that support where we can around some of the key services that we've got underway. We've still got our child and maternal health care service that's provided via telephone. And we're also offering things like um, 40 free childcare placements for any health or essential workers that we're seeing in our city that really depend on that service being delivered. Yet again, another example of what Wyndham City is doing that's unique and really looking at ways that local government uh, can assist residents uh, across the city and we've also got the usual essential services being delivered so whether that be uh, more broadly our home care services to the the, uh, waste services and town planning and building related services as well so there's a a bit of a snapshot of some of the things that uh, we're delivering as a local government council for our local residents. Drilling down into a few of those, let's talk about the, uh, sure. the, the, the $5 million stimulus package for small businesses and for households. Um, yep. the, the, obviously, we can't do an individual uh, basis here on a podcast like this, but to drill down into yep. that, if people want to know more details, um, sure. uh, that's obviously available to them to, to peruse at their leisure and go through properly uh, via the website. Absolutely. Uh, we've also got a seven-day uh customer service response that we've put in place. So really, uh, if you're having uh, difficulties around rates, whether that's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday or Sunday, we are there for you from 8am to 4pm. It really shows the significant uh, input that we're providing to community, giving you that that opportunity, that landline and that's our number that's available on our our website. Um, But it's really focused Kevin, on making sure that where you find difficulties pay, that we're there for you. We are here to help you get across that bridge as it's been defined by our state and federal governments. We're doing our fair share as a local council to make sure we're helping households and businesses get to the other side of the bridge so much as reasonably possible from a local council perspective. So it's really focused on that. It's talking to our uh, small businesses, which we have been doing throughout this crisis over the last uh, 14 days. We've been ringing so many of these businesses and informing them of the potential options that we can deliver. It's really, I guess, a whole mountain of information that's coming out across the three tiers of government, you know, and we've got to make sure that we're trying to be as clear and, and, and direct as we can be. But I'm sure businesses are really sort of feeling the pinch around that confusion as to what's being offered by what tier of government. And again, we're doing what we can as the closest tier of government to the people in providing that support and that information through our economic development team, but also more broadly through our customer service team as well. So there's some practical examples of what we're doing on the ground to assist 
households and small business during and I, and this period. I, and I think that's really important that you have the information in front of you, then you make the phone call and, and ask the questions so as you can look at the information at, at the same time. How, how do you think yeah. the uh, the City of Wyndham is responding to uh, the, the really important parts of this in terms of the health, in terms of the social distancing and, and all those things we've seen, you know, photos of St Kilda Beach and all, all that? How do you think our city's responding to it? Well, I think a good example, Kevin, is we're not seeing that down at our Werribee South Beach. I mean, we're making sure that people are aware of the importance of social distancing. And as that has progressed, we've now seen the potential penalties that come with that. People are listening overwhelmingly in our city. And it's worth saying, as the Mayor and on behalf of Wyndham City, thank you to each and every one of those residents. Because by you doing this means that we're reducing the total count of positive cases in our city. And it's making sure that we are doing everything we can to not only flatten the curve in our city, but continue to send that message that it, the, the more we uh, engage in social distancing, stay at home, unless, of course, you meet those four examples that the Premier and the Prime Minister have outlined clearly, we are then going to see that reduction and therefore mitigate any circumstances of where we're seeing increase uh, of cases to the extent that is occurring overseas. So that's really the important thing I want to put on the record. But it's also some of the other things you're seeing as well, Kevin. We're seeing people post on social media about them supporting their small business. I I really love to see that because we're seeing those examples of where people saying, hey, we've got a small business in Point Cook or in Tarnit or in Werribee. They're offering this takeaway food as an example. Get behind them. Every dollar you spend is a dollar that keeps that person and their employees in work. And I think that is such an important message to be getting out during this difficult period. We can find ways. We are adaptive. We're making sure we're supporting those small businesses, those workers, and keeping our economy as strong as it can be in these circumstances. But it's also an opportunity to try something new as well. And I think that's the other thing that's so important about what we're seeing here. We're seeing people take the opportunity to try a new butcher, try a new different way of eating and a different takeout, a different cuisine than they otherwise would have. And I think these are the types of examples that Wyndham City as a local council need to be doing everything we can to help promote those businesses in doing that work. I'll give you another example, which I think is a great one. We've got a business called Encore Tissue uh, in uh, Truganina, and it's essentially offering uh, community groups as well as our more vulnerable residents through Meals on Wheels, as an example, toilet paper. So here we are working hand-in-hand with a small business as a council through local procurement saying, can you produce some toilet paper, which funnily enough is obviously a big issue amongst many residents in our community, Um, and really helping those more vulnerable parts of our community in getting directly produced toilet paper by a small business right here in the city of Wyndham. That is the type of thing that we're seeing. That is the type of unity and cooperation and collaboration that we're seeing between small business and our local council. And these are the types of things that will come out of this that will say spending local, buying local and supporting local will keep our economy going after we get through COVID-19. And that's really one of the big messages our council is continuing to send over the next six months as we work our way through this, um, continuing to deliver those essential services I've discussed with you. And that's the other thing too, and one thing we've tried to do on this podcast uh, through the Committee of Wyndham and obviously through the through the City Council as well, is discover the things that are here because there's a lot of things yeah. going on at, at all different from retail level to research level in this uh, in this great city of ours that people don't know about that they're going to discover in the next uh, four, five, maybe even six months if that's what it takes about our city, which is which is as you say the one good thing that might come out of it. 
Yeah, look, I mean, I've been trying out every day, actually, uh, where I can, either at a local cafe across the city or getting some dinner in the evening. And I think that what is so, what, what small businesses should be incredibly proud of during what is an unprecedented period, their ability to adapt and make sure that they're still trying to deliver a service offering during this time. And what is equally important is that Wyndham Together, which is our key uh, message that we're pushing out um, right through our communication channels, is we're seeing community get behind them and take that opportunity and try something new. And I think that for these reasons, we are going to be better as a community and as a local economy than we would have otherwise been if we didn't look at these types of options. So I think they are the things that you start to see come out of what is an undoubtedly difficult situation. Um, and we'll keep working through as, as there will be continuing problems as we work through uh, this period and we'll continue to, as a council, advocate to make sure that these things are being considered. A great example, I think, at the moment is... Uh, the situation where um, childcare workers, they're starting to see difficulty around the more medium to long-term outlook for their businesses. And so we know that in Tarnit, as an example, 4.1% of the working population are childcare workers. It's the highest suburb in the whole nation. And so if those businesses don't get support from a federal level around childcare uh, funding support, then obviously that's going to impact on the thousands and thousands of families uh, right across the city more broadly who are in that space. So these are the things that we'll continue to work on as a council, advocating for the different sectors in our community. Um, But that's another good example, I think, of things that are continuing to emerge uh, through COVID-19 and we're making sure as as a local council we're delivering for our community in advocating for solutions to these issues with our two other state and federal government counterparts. Joshua, we're in this together has been the catchphrase of a lot of organisations and, and, and we're part of that as well um, because we are all in it together. Yeah. The communication between the three tiers of government, has that been, uh, has that been good in this, in this situation? Look, I think it has been. I think when you're seeing an element of unity, uh, both on a state and federal level, as they work through the detail of what is an incredibly complex situation. I mean, we're talking about shutting down parts of our economy for over yeah for equivalent to six months. Um, so that means that there's a significant amount of work. We're working hand in hand with uh, the Victorian government around making sure that as things uh, you know uh, transpire, um, that they're aware and they're working through the detail. Uh, there are elements, though, that they still need to continue to work through. Uh, we've been arguing for the importance of being able to do our council meetings and, and keep democracy functioning electronically. It's a restriction that currently exists uh, due to state government regulation. Uh, and the same applies too to our budget, making sure we're delivering a budget that's responsible for our community and takes into account all the types of factors such as a reduction uh, in um, revenues and how that may relate to future um, capital works programs. So these are the types of things we're working through with the state. There's still some work to be done there, and I, I concede that. But I think what is important, uh, at least if I, you know, I took my hat off as mayor, and I was uh, just a, a individual living in the city of Wyndham that was thinking about what would I want to see my local council doing. We're certainly out there on each of these issues in a proactive way, but also privately in terms of getting into the relevant departments and saying, where are you at with this and how can we work with you? Now, that, I think, is a good example. When you're seeing situations like uh, Victorian cabinet ministers retweeting uh, Wyndham We Are Together, saying these are good examples of this council 
working hand in hand with community and small business households and encouraging other parts of the state to emulate uh, the type of things we're doing. I think, Kevin, that is probably the, the example of what we're achieving for our community uh, in comparison to some other areas. So yeah. I think for these reasons, uh, working hand in hand with the state and federal government where applicable is important and we'll do that again as well with our state and federal representatives uh, locally too. In terms of uh, the council and the council laws, um, what uh, yep. what what sort of been the uh, the the designation of uh, duties? And I know every councillor has a portfolio. So how is how has that yeah. been handled in this situation? Yeah, look, uh, we're business as usual, so much as we can be, and so that's why we'll continue to work through our portfolio committees to making sure we've got direct engagement with our community across each of the areas. So each councillor will continue to exercise their duties around uh, the various portfolios that they hold. So as an example, I'm meeting with uh, the portfolio community I hold, the education portfolio, and we'll be doing that through Zoom and and teleconferencing technology because the one thing we don't want to see as a council is everything just stopping. Uh, And that's what we've made a commitment, each and every one of us, to around what ways we can make that happen. And organisationally, our CEO has done everything she can to make sure that we've got an agile workforce that can continue to deliver for residents and therefore, as well, supporting councillors and being able to deliver on our duties in representing our community. So we're seeing a lot of that continuation of work. I'm constantly in teleconferencing calls, so I'm learning a lot about Skype and Zoom and these types of things. As a Gen Y person, I should know all, all about these technologies. I can see it. I've learned more through this period than ever before. But I think what is important is, just like every other council, we're adapting, making sure we're representing our community as best we can. And that's a great example in terms of portfolio committees on how we're we're doing that for our community. Um, But also, you know, picking up the phone, we're ringing our stakeholders that we know. We're ringing local businesses and saying, are you, you know, this is what we're delivering as part of our stimulus support package, win local, what do you think? Uh, How are there other ways we can help you? Same with households. I've had uh, individuals call inevitably given the tough circumstances and working with them around potentially payment plans and that hardship policy that we're getting out there. And I've had a positive reaction to that. I think if that's that's the indicator on making sure that we're doing the best we can as a council, then I, I think we're exceeding that indicator for our community. Uh, Kelly obviously was on uh, Kelly Griggs. We was uh, obviously yeah. on the podcast uh, the last uh, episode that we did, and, and and the thing that shone through, and the thing that is shining through about the way councils going about handling this is the incredible flexibility in in the ability to to deal with the situation and with and with individual mm-hmm. situations, be it an individual or a business or a, whatever it is. That that's uh, one of the things. In the past, the bureaucracy of council has often been its biggest enemy, but it appears now that the flexibility yeah. of council is its greatest asset. I think it's spot on, Kevin. I think this is an example of the exceptional leadership we've got uh, in the Chief Executive Officer. I mean, this was someone who thought about the potential for something like this to happen. And who would have thought? I mean, she has been able to move what is a a 1,300 workforce, uh, more or less uh, uh, through an agile, cloud-based IT technology, and they are all doing the same level of performance and work functions as if they were in the building physically. I think, uh, and I've heard and I've spoken to many other mayors and other councils, and they've been saying, how did you do this? How is this set up? And I think this demonstrates, in my view, yet again, the value for money that ratepayers are now able to see even more than ever before, if if I'm frank with you, around 
when we've got a crisis like this, you've got a council that is there for you, uh, that we are there for you, we are together and we're working through these challenges. And I think um, you know, that announcement, the only council that I'm aware of uh, prior to us that announced was City of Melbourne, and they are a larger council and have better agility uh, naturally. I mean, they are the, the, the equivalent capital of, in a local government. They should have that capability. But to know that we were there matching them uh, in that capability, I think says so much about the leadership in our organisation. And as you point out, uh, this has been a decision uh, endorsed, obviously, by councillors and worked through through our council plan. But this was decisions that we have made over time, investing in IT, which sometimes does come uh, with your critics. You know, if you're spending, you know, ten million dollars on IT improvements, people ask the question, why is that value for money? Well, I think today and for the next six months, residents are going to see a demonstration of that value, and precisely why we made the right calls early. And we're delivering in terms of efficiency and value for money for ratepayers, residents uh, as well. So I I think um, seeing that, uh, I think, makes me proud, not as a a councillor, as a mayor, but also as a resident to be part of a council that gets it and is highly efficient and able to deliver for for individuals. Yeah, and no, I couldn't agree more. Uh, the uh, the ability for uh, for uh, a the council and b uh, the people involved in the council and uh, and this city to to ride this out if it does go into into you know six months. So you you're confident mm-hmm. that we uh, that we have uh, all those all those boxes ticked to do be able to do that. I am confident that we have done everything we can between now and the foreseeable future to make sure that we're reducing uh, the overall cases that are likely to be in our city in the future. We're working as a local government to deliver for individuals, small businesses, ratepayers, everyone. We're all in this together and we're making sure that we're delivering those health messages to stay at home unless you meet one of the four criteria, not only for your life but those of others in our city and also educating what is a very diverse community, getting that message out. Um, you know, we've seen some hiccups along the way. Some people uh, have been aware. We've seen instances where uh, we've seen some people out on our um, on our sporting ovals. Uh, we've instructed them in no uncertain terms, this is not appropriate. Please stay at home. And I understand this is difficult. This will be an extraordinary transition. I mean... You know, I've never lived through a recession in my life, but I am, I am seeing already hand in hand the impact that this is going to have over over the, the forward months and years. I think this will be an important, uh, I guess, journey uh, for people to really understand how uh, the decisions that we make between now and the next six months and for the forward years are so important about the type of community we want to see, we want to live in, we want to be proud to work in create a family and call home. And I think um, we've got to continue that work uh, as well as our advocacy work, making sure we're delivering that livable city people want because population doesn't necessarily stop, Kevin. All of these types of things still keep going. Uh, So we'll keep doing that work on behalf of our community, highlighting where we need to make sure we're getting those necessary investments as we deal with, on top of this, COVID-19 and all those impacts as well. And I just want to give one quick example of uh, what I think is a quirky example. I mean, we're in an arts and culture space. We did a recent exhibition down at the Cultural Centre. We did it online. Uh, And I think, you know, finding those ways to adapt, you know, playtime, story time for 
younger kids, how we put that in an online platform for mums and dads that are at home and have to sort of manage that 24-hour day-to-day life of being locked in a home effectively for six months, how we can provide that service offering to them. Uh, And as I indicated before, you've got situations like considering Meals on Wheels, so vulnerable, high-risk category residents, those mature-age residents, how do we get to them in terms of the essentials and how do we adapt? How do we make sure that we've got more local business investment through some of the decisions that we are making. These are good examples, in my view, of ways that we're improving as we go on and we're doing new things, but we're doing them as effectively and as efficiently as possible. And they're some of the things I think we can be proud of as we continue to work through the six months, as you pointed out. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, Josh, I think we can be really proud of is is the efforts of uh, you know people who are working in our hospital, people who are working yeah. in, in supermarkets. Uh, they're, they're, they're the frontline workers at the moment that are really uh, – they're under the pump. Spot on. Uh, I, I, I'm in absolute awe of the work that they are doing on a day-to-day basis. And, uh, you know, I, I think you, you see examples, and I've been seeing them on, on social media of, of – um, the types of decisions that these uh, particular frontline workers are making. I mean, they're going, they have to distance themselves from their own families in the yeah. case of uh, you know, health workers because they don't want to come home and potentially infect their loved ones. Uh, what what uh, an incredible difficult situation is you're already in a stressful environment to have to work through. So every single worker down there at Mercy Hospital Thank you for what you're doing uh, if you tuned in because I think that uh, the work is phenomenal and your family too. I mean, let's spend that time to reflect on what it would mean for them versus us uh, individually. I mean, I'm not on the front line, so I don't think I could ever quite comprehend what it would be like, but I certainly, in my mind, as best I can, uh, reflect and and feel for those people uh, that obviously are on the direct front line in terms of COVID-19. Um, but you're spot on. I think we, we need to make sure we do what we can. And that's why we're trying to do our part of the local council. As I said, 40 um, childcare placements, because we know that ultimately a number of these frontline workers have kids uh, and yeah. young kids and making sure that we're helping them as we've had to shut down more broadly our services. So these are the types of things we're thinking about um, when it comes to how we support them. And we'll continue that work each and every day as we work through this on ways we can help those frontline workers, uh, both in terms of protective equipment here uh, in the case of our council workers, but more broadly speaking, uh, in terms of the community, how we can support them through council's essential services. Now you mentioned, uh, and I guess in wrapping up, we should just uh, recap uh, the, uh, the the things that are available to people. There's obviously seven days a week the uh, the services available for people to pick the phone up and uh, and and call and and uh, talk to someone on the helpline. The website obviously is is up and about at all times to to reference uh, whatever's going on around the city. The Wyndham Together website as well has a lot of information. So there's there's plenty of uh, plenty of uh, opportunities for people to to ask the questions and to get answers. Absolutely. So, you know, seven days a week, uh, that's what we're offering here, making sure that from eight to four, there's someone there with you, whether that be online or indeed calling our number 0397420777. So making sure that we're doing everything we can to assist individuals along the way and absolutely all of the other things we're doing, both in an online platform, Kevin, and more broadly around some of the bureaucratic uh, positions we're taking as we work through more efficient ways to support community. They're all the things that uh, we're trying to make sure that we keep our community 
as healthy and uh, as um, making sure that they've got as much support as they reasonably can uh, through this period. And I guess sort of finishing off reiterating my thanks on behalf of Wyndham City to all those business owners, the workers and families attached to the strength, the resilience that they've really shown through what is a difficult period that's still going to be going on for quite some months. And of course, those frontline workers that you mentioned, those in, in medical uh, medical related staff, care workers, even even delivery drivers, Kevin, and those yeah. supermarket uh, cashiers, you know, they, those types of frontline people. Let's think about them too when we're hanging down in the supermarket. Don't, don't, so much as you can think about if you're expressing a sense of anger or frustration, what does it feel like for them? And we're seeing, we've heard some instances where that's occurring in our local supermarkets. We never want to see that occurring. These are human beings, people that are going through as difficult a period as each and every one of us. So I want to give a shout out to those particular workers too. So that'd be my final message. And again, use all of the communication channels from Wyndham City. We're here to help you. We're here to support you through this journey. And we'll be there with you not only through this period, but at the end, as we work on ways to keep our local economy strong and active and do our best to keep as many people in jobs as possible. Good on you, Josh. Appreciate your time. Know you're busy. Thanks so much uh, for spreading the message and uh, there'll be more coming soon. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks for having me, Kevin. Thanks to Josh Gilligan for his time. Busy man, obviously, uh, lots to do. Uh, And uh, you heard uh, about most of it there. If there's anything you want to check, just go to the website, windham.vic.gov.au. The other website we were talking about uh, during that interview is windhamtogether.com.au. And as I mentioned, all sorts of uh, information on there, including tools of how to stay connected, some marketing advice in there, and uh, links to uh, just about any question that you could possibly have. If it isn't there, you can ring 9742-0777 seven days a week and get in touch with the council through that uh, or email mail at windham.vic.com. Thanks to the Wyndham City Council uh, for their help in putting this podcast together. Thanks to uh, our Mayor, uh, Councillor Josh Gilligan. Take care, look after your family, and we'll see you again soon on the Talking Wyndham podcast. Thanks for listening. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page.